0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, I had a really, uh, really troubling conversation yesterday with uh, someone who knows what's going on and sees what's going on. And I'm here to warn you in uh, no uncertain terms that, you know, the tyranny we once spoke of as a cautionary fable and tale is here right now. And it's being ushered in by frauds like Liz Cheney. Uh, the the January 6th committee and uh, fraudsters and sellouts like Alyssa Farah, who used to work in the uh, Donald Trump uh, White House. I'm not kidding. As the dreadful Joe Biden would say, not a joke, but in this case, it really isn't a joke. Whatever Joe Biden says is not a joke is typically a joke. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stand up for your digital rights today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Uh, let's get right to it. I've also got more proof Jen Saki is lying about the massive spending tab coming up with the Build Back Worse plan. Pile on that from yesterday. And uh, Axios trying to uh, contribute to the ongoing fear porn campaign with Ron DeSantis fighting back. It's a loaded show today. A lot of material
1: All right, Joe. Let's go. Here we
2: go, Tano.
0: Now, Joe noted, and my apologies, we uh, forgot the bell. I did not. uh, Actually, Joe did not forget the bell. Let me get that right. Yeah. Um, We had a little technical snafu in the beginning. On me, hundred percent. Thanks for listening anyway. Yesterday's show, guys. Killer numbers. So, yeah. Clearly, the bell didn't hurt us that much on the listener numbers. Thank you very much. More on that later. By the way, we'll compare our numbers to CNN to show you how. How horrible that network really is. Yeah, Joe knows where I'm going with that. Okay, folks, the tyranny is here. Uh, It's no longer a cautionary tale. I want you to listen to this uh, grotesque person, Liz Cheney, who has sold out, sold out her values, uh, sold out her party, sold out the Constitutional Republic. She is now fully engaged in an effort to turn the United States into a third world republic. Where the party, the opposite party in power, the Democrats, Liz Cheney is effectively a full blown Democrat right now. Liz Cheney is now using the power and force of government and the congressional subpoena power to not only get a hold of private text messages between people, but she wants to read them in public now to make sure you know if you're a conservative that don't you dare communicate with other conservatives before the next election because we could subpoena you and we're going to read them out loud. Now, I'm not going to read the text. She had texts from Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram and Brian Kilmeade to uh, Mark Meadows. I'm not going to read the text because you know what? It's none of your, it really, it's none of our business. What, what Gilmead and, uh, and Ingram and, uh, and Hannity may have said to Mark Meadows, but it proves a point that the January 6th incident, what happened there, that everyone was surprised by it. So Liz Cheney doesn't even realize she's making the opposite point that this wasn't a planned insurrection because she's a moron. But here's Liz Cheney talking about why she feels the need to subpoena Uh, She's not a law enforcement officer. The opposing party, because she's a Democrat now, their communications. Listen to this filth.
1: We are here to address a very serious matter, contempt of Congress by a former chief of staff to a former president of the United States. We do not do this lightly. And indeed, we had hoped not to take this step at all. For weeks, as the Chairman noted, we worked with Mr. Meadows' counsel to reach an agreement on cooperation. But shortly before his scheduled deposition, Mr. Meadows walked away from his commitment to appear and informed us he would no longer cooperate. We believe Mr. Meadows is improperly asserting executive and other privileges, but this vote on contempt today relates principally to Mr. Meadows' refusal to testify about text messages and other communications that he admits are not privileged. He has not claimed and does not have any privileged basis to refuse entirely to testify regarding these topics.
0: Okay, what she just said there is filth. It's filth. Liz Cheney is a sellout and Liz Cheney is a fraud. And uh, to the voters who voted for Liz Cheney, I'm begging you, I'm begging you, It's not only important that Liz Cheney lose her seat. Liz Cheney must lose her seat by a massive margin to send a message to these tyrants, these people who want to abuse the power of Congress to act like de facto law enforcement agents to target the opposition party, the Republicans, that you will lose. You have been rejected. The voters don't like you. Liz Cheney must lose by double digits. This is a sellout and a fraud. She should be immediately removed from the Republican caucus, stripped of her committees and never be allowed by a Republican again to use and tarnish our label. She can run as whatever she wants, but no Republican should ever vote for this fraud again. Make no mistake what she's doing. The January 6th committee has one purpose and one purpose only to act as an extra constitutional body, a supra constitutional body beyond the powers of the Constitution to target Republicans and to target their communications to scare them. As I warned you a year ago before the 22 election, I warned you about this to not dare text each other or communicate because we will get your communications, we will get your texts, and we will read them in front of the American public, which is what she did to Hannity, Levin, uh, Hannity excuse me, not Levin, um, Hannity, Kilmeade, and Laura Ingram, who had text Mark, texted Mark Meadows on the 6th, saying, hey, what's going on? You got to shut this down. The odd part about that is Liz Cheney doesn't realize that she's trying to make the point because she's a full-blown liberal Democrat right now, this scammer, this scammer. She's a full-blown liberal Democrat using communist tactics, communist tactics to target her political opposition. What Liz Cheney doesn't realize is she's making the opposite case than she thinks she's making. Didn't you, Guy, remember the planned insurrection, Joe? Remember that? It was a planned insurrection. I thought that was the... That was the narrative. I'm not crazy, right? No, you're cool. This was a planned insurrection, meaning there was planning, right? That's That's what that means. If it was a money ball theory, right? If it was a planned insurrection, then where are the plans? We'd like to see that, which is odd because some of the players, Liz Cheney's trying to embarrass by reading their text to Mark Meadows, seem to be indicating by their text they had no idea what was going on on January 6th, either did Meadows, which is kind of weird for a planned insurrection, isn't it? Plan, planning. Plan, planning, plans, planning, plan. When you plan something, like when you plan a surprise party, it's not really a surprise other than the person who's the subject of the party. Right, Joe? Just checking. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Yeah. So Joe was throwing me a surprise party for my 47th birthday a few weeks ago. um, Joe's not surprised by the party, too. Just me. (laughs) I'm just checking. Because Liz Cheney seemed surprised that Hannity, Ingram, and Kilmeade were surprised. Including Don Jr. too. I thought it was a planned insurrection. Showing you what an idiot Liz Cheney is. An idiot. An idiot. You may be asking yourself common sense questions right now. Like, where does Congress get the authority, this tyrant Liz Cheney, tyrant Liz Cheney, get the authority to steal people's personal communications which are likely privileged, Mark Meadows was the chief of staff to President Trump, where does she get the authority to do this? Liz Cheney's not a law enforcement officer. She's not even bright. She's a moron. Where does she get the authority to do this? Well, Congress does have subpoena authority, but they only have subpoena authority for things that have some legislative intent. So in other words, if they were going to pass some kind of banking legislation, Congress— and they needed people from the banks to come up and testify about something they wanted to legislate, according to some Supreme Court rulings in the past, they can subpoena them to come up, those bank executives. Everybody have. Everybody understand? Yeah. This is very important. Yeah. It needs to have a legislative intent. These are not law enforcement subpoenas. Liz Cheney's not a law enforcement officer. She's not even a smart person. So if they're investigating this as a, quote, planned insurrection, yet everybody involved in the planned insurrection doesn't seem to have planned for the insurrection and seems to have been surprised by the insurrection. And they're investigating a planned insurrection as a, what, legislative affair? No, they're investigating it as a law enforcement affair, an act of treason, which is weird because Congress doesn't have that authority at all. Here's Amy Howe from Scotus Blog. She has cases and controversies, Congress, the subpoena power, and a legislative purpose. Read this; it'll be in my newsletter today. It's important. And by the way, Amy's not some conservative. Bongino.com/newsletter. Check this article out. I think it's the last article I put in there. Here's Scotus Blog talking about the limits on congressional subpoenas. Apparently, Liz Cheney hasn't read. Maybe she can't read. She's really not that bright. She says, at the same time, the Supreme Court has made clear that Congress's power to investigate is not unlimited. The power cannot, the Supreme Court has noted, be used to inquire into private affairs unrelated to a valid legislative purpose. Oh, oh, really? It also does not apply, quote, to an area in which Congress is forbidden to legislate. Nor, the court has observed, should the subpoena power to investigate, quote, be confused with any of the powers of law enforcement. Oh! Oh! Oh, fascinating. Fascinating how the Congress's power to investigate is also limited by the Bill of Rights, including the right not to incriminate oneself. Oh! Oh! <laughs> good, good call. Can you send that to her office today, Guy? I'm counting on you. Guy wants to can you send that screenshot, please, to Liz Cheney's office. Thank you. Guy wants to send it over there. There you go. You got a. He understood the assignment. (laughs) So there are limits to the subpoena power, including the fact that they should not be confused with the powers of law enforcement. So if you're investigating a crime, a planned insurrection for treason, right? Why is not law enforcement? Why aren't they issuing these subpoenas? Why is Liz Cheney and her crew doing it? The answer is because this has nothing to do with anything other than inflicting maximum political damage before the 2022 election to get Democrats elected, of which the dopey Liz Cheney is a part of it. Now, Mark Meadows is going to is. They've referred him for contempt of Congress which the disgusting DOJ led by Aragino, Merrick Garland, the most corrupt attorney general in the history of the United States of America by far, makes Eric Holder look like a choir boy. They're going to try to lock up Mark Meadows. Now, I will suggest to you now that, ladies and gentlemen, this is not going to end well for Liz Cheney or the January 6th committee when it comes to the politics of this. Think this through, Liz. I know you're not that smart. You're kind of an imbecile. But think this through. You really want to be the one where, whereas Mark Meadows and Steve Bannon are exerting their right not to incriminate themselves, you really want to be the one putting people in handcuffs like we're living in a third world republic? How many are you going to do? What happens when more people start to ignore your January 6th subpoenas? You're going to put everybody in jail? See, Liz Cheney is such a political neophyte. This idiot. She's so dopey. I shouldn't say neophyte. It's the improper. Way. She's not really a neophyte given her family's history. Precision matters. She's more of a political imbecile. I think that's more appropriate. She has no feel whatsoever for the conservative movement. Gauging where the caucus is. That she really thinks, Liz Cheney, that by putting a bunch of President Trump's people in handcuffs, before an upcoming 2022 election, that this is a real political winner. Nice job. We showed Bannon and Meadows. Put him in jail. What happens when more people start going to jail? if you hear of the Streisand effect? You should probably look that up. How you drawing attention to a bunch of people rejecting government powers, uh, they uh, usurped government powers that don't exist. You really think that's a winner making a martyr out of people? Liz is too stupid to figure that out. She has the political instincts of a dopey lemming, of a lobotomized lemming. Keep locking people up. It's going to work out really well for you, Liz. Look at me, locked up Mark Meadows and Batten, I got them. Yeah, you got them. Liz Cheney needs to lose by 50 points this disgraceful human being. Disgraceful. Arrogant, cocky, catered to her whole life, Silver spoon baby loser. Not a a shred of dignity in this person. Here's another sellout without a shred of human decency. This is Alyssa Farah. Oh, I know her dad well. Alyssa Farah, who has no marketable skills whatsoever. Alyssa Farah, well, again, not a shred of dignity. Alyssa Farah was a former spokesperson in the Trump White House. Now, I'm not sure if the Trump White House wanted her or not, but you know who got her the job? Yeah, Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows gave her a shot, even though people knew she was a total lightweight, with not a shred of of capability or professional skills at all relevant to this. And they got her a job in the Trump White House. So what did Alyssa Farah do? Alyssa Farah wanted a job at CNN, which I heard she just got. I saw that somewhere. So Alyssa Farah, now that she could cash that check, Alyssa has decided to turn on Mark Meadows, who legit got her the job in the White House. Here's another not-a-shred-of-dignity jellyfish-like symbiotic human being, a jellyfish with no spine on CNN, selling out the guy who gave her gave her her name and gave her a job. Watch this.
2: I've known Mark Meadows for the better portion of a decade. Uh, Worked with him in the House as his personal spokesperson, as the spokesperson for the House Freedom Caucus. Uh, Continued to work with him when I was with the vice president and then came back to the White House when he was chief of staff. And let me say this, the Mark Meadows that I knew was a man who cared about the Constitution. He cared about the congressional role and oversight. And that all seems to be kind of thrown out the window in this current proceeding. And that's what's kind of astonishing to me. He's a man who knew the co-equal branches of government and the fact that Obviously, Congress absolutely has a right to issue these subpoenas and to get to the bottom of the horrifying events of of January 6th. I'm stunned that he's not cooperating. Um, It's never too late to do the right thing, and I would hope he would consider doing it. But all all signs point to he's not going to be cooperating. But luckily, the committee's got a ton of evidence to build this case.
0: I hope your 13 pieces of silver were worth it, you apocalyptic-level fraud. Disgraceful human being. As Guy just said, as we were watching that, I've never seen so many grifters and losers in my life. Never said grifters and losers. Congress absolutely has the right. Elizabeth, uh, Alyssa Farah probably believes that because she's whatever her name is because she's she's an idiot, too. She probably hasn't read any of the Supreme Court decisions at all about the power of Congress to issue subpoenas. See, for all my anger, and this has been a hot opening segment, I get it. Uh, my rage, though, I'm believe it or not, has been relatively contained. I want to say something else. Yeah. But at least we provided to you evidence using quotes from the Supreme Court to back up our assertions that these are unauthorized, illicit, immoral, unconstitutional subpoenas. Alyssa Farah says none of that because she doesn't know. Who knows what her reading comprehension is? It's probably that of, like, a seven-year-old Safara. Oh, I know a lot about that family. Believe me. Just look them up. Just look them up, the Farahs, to see what I'm talking about. All right. Let me get to my uh, second sponsor. Here's what I got coming up. Saki, uh, Jen Gensaki, Peppermint, Cole busted. I'm going to play a cut I played yesterday again. To show you, she's lying. She's just making this up about the Build Back Worst plan and why it's relevant to you and what Biden actually said. Proving to you again, these people have no dignity at all. They just don't care. I'm going to show you in a tweet Biden's own words about what he said. All right, we're an Omaha Steaks household, especially around the holidays. I brought up one of my finest memories the other day. I used to live in Severna Park, Maryland. It's very cold around the winter, had some family over. We ordered a big, big collection of Omaha, went outside, fired up the grill. You know, the snow melts around the grill and brought in some Omaha burgers and steaks with the grill lines on them. And let me tell you something. We dug right in. They were delicious. The holidays are here. Finding that perfect gift can be tricky. Omaha Steaks is making it super easy for you. Send your friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, into the search bar, and save over 50% when you order the perfect grill package today. For just $99.99, you'll get the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breasts, jumbo franks, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use code Bongino, you'll not only save over 50%, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free. You did you? You had some yesterday. They're good, right? (laughs) They're good. They're the best. You don't want to eat another burger again if you eat Omaha. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship right away. Avoid the holiday shipping. Hustle and bustle. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. Don't forget you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code BONGINO in the search bar. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaStakes.com and her keyword Bongino B-O-N-G-I-N-O. You won't regret it. Food's delicious. Okay. Just quickly getting back to this yesterday because I want to beat a dead horse. In a nutshell, the Biden build back worst plan that they're pushing this, uh, you know, a, a, a two to $10 trillion package, depending on if these things are sunset or not. One of the scams they used is initially Bernie Sanders and the left wanted a, a more than five trillion dollars spending bill which would bankrupt the united states It would be a de facto bankruptcy because we can just print money but it would be a bankruptcy nonetheless moderates like or so-called moderates i hate that term but mansion and cinema said we're not going to do this bill back worse plan for five trillion it's too much you got to cut it down so what did the left do they pulled the scam instead of making programs go 10 years, which they're supposed to do. They said, no, we'll just make them go two. And they winked and nodded and said, we'll make them go two years and we'll just reauthorize them five times. It's So it's the same amount of money, but it makes the bill look cheaper. You get the scam. It's not complicated. So here was Saki yesterday when Peter Ducey from Fox said to her, hey, listen, Biden's already said like they're going to reauthorize these things. It's going to cost 10 years worth of spending, not two. Oh, you know, the CBO says it's going to cost three trillion to the deficit. Why are you guys running this scam? Listen to Saki say, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Check this out.
1: Well, uh, to quote of all people, Norm Ornstein at the American Enterprise Institute, who put this quite well, quote, you can't assume programs will be extended just because Lindsey Graham wants to assure that an estimate based on what's not in the bill is bogus and fundamentally dishonest. I mean, this is not a CBO score. This is a fake CBO score. It's not about the existing bill anybody is debating or voting on. Uh, this is about proposing the extension of of programs that has not been agreed to without the uh, commitment of the president, which he's made repeatedly publicly that he would never support extending these programs if they weren't paid for period.
0: So he <laughs> just, get ready yeah not a joke not a joke no, this is all hyperbole. So just to be clear, Saki's now saying that the president has publicly stated, no, he's not going to reauthorize, you know, these two year sunsets repeatedly and make them more expensive. He's not going to do that. Here's Ryan Strick on Twitter. President Biden two weeks ago on possible build back better extensions. Here's what those critics are not telling you. They're not telling you that I've committed to paying for every single program that extended, if any, are in future legislation, <laughs> whether that's for a day or for a <laughs> we haven't had that in a while. That's that's definitely... That's a motley. That's, oh, yeah. That's, you know, I, know, that, that's a, <laughs> I can't with the golfing thing. I, I, okay, we got to move on. What am I going to say? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to show uh, yeah. you again that nothing you're being told by these third-world collapsing communist-like republic dictators in the White House. Nothing they te- It's like a propaganda operation <laughs> no different than Pravda. Biden's already said publicly he won't reauthorize them. On another note, Biden said he will definitely reauthorize those programs. This is, this is hilarious. And, and these liberal suckers, they, they're not falling for it. They love it. This is what they do. They lie. All right, moving on. Just thought I'd play that again to show you what fraudsters they all are. Uh, Listen, folks, the left is not going to let go on the fear porn campaign, Okay, The Omicron variant, although showing at least thus far to be less deadly than other variants, including the original Wuhan variant and the Delta variant. uh, It doesn't matter. The media and the left are in love with the uh, the the variants and the fear porn campaigns because the fear porn campaigns allow for the destruction of your civil liberties. There's only two approved narratives, pop quiz. You know what they are. The left's only approved narratives you're allowed to talk about are promote the vaccine and wear a mask. Anything else you mention, ivermectin, anything else like that, you'll be dubbed a conspiracy theorist, thrown off social media because social media is part of the uh, ongoing communist effort to shut down free speech and destroy civil rights in America. Here we go with Axios. Despite the fact that the Omicron variant is shown to be uh, less deadly thus far and lead to less hospitalizations than other variants, doesn't matter. Biden White House, White House warns, COVID explosion, explosion, Joe, imminent, an explosion. The COVID is going to explode now. It's like uh, Semtex. The COVID Semtex, it's an explosion. It's a volatile compound. They say, even though the variant there is less likely to lead to hospitalizations than adults in the original version, they're saying this. Everything points to a large. You got to read this dramatically, Joe. Maximum fear point. <laughs> Here we go. Let me put on my acting hat like I did this weekend on unfiltered. Everything points to a large wave. A large wave is coming. A senior Biden administration official told Axios. They went on. It will be fast. It won't be as severe. But regrettably, there will be plenty of hospitalizations the official end. Oh, I'm scared. You got fake goosebumps too. Oh. Fake goosebumps. Oh, I'm scared. You're terrible. I, I, me too. Me I'm horrified. Oh. Folks. They can't get it. Dude, they can't get enough. They can't stop. They can't stop. They can't stop. Why can't they stop? Because they're in love with everything these variants have delivered to them. Power, authority. They love it. That's why the only two things you're allowed to talk about are things that involve mandates. Things they can do to you. They love doing things to you. That's what liberals live for. The conservative movement is about you being able to do things without the interference of government. The entire liberal ethos is government being able to do things to you when you can't object. That's why they love the mandates. Now, we do have a lot of good people out there, thank the Lord. And I can't encourage you, if you're a conservative or liberty lover, to come to Florida. If you are not, please do not come down here. The state is closed. We're not accepting new applications. But we do have good people, including Ron DeSantis, who strikes again. I mean, can you imagine... The place this country would be in right now if Ron DeSantis had lost that race to Gillum. Can you imagine? We would have no elected thought leader for the conservative movement in freedom and liberty as powerful as him anywhere in the country. I, I can't even imagine where we'd be. Florida is like saving the country right now. Here's Ron DeSantis yesterday about these ridiculous, the non functional, Moneyball theory mandates. If mandates work, why aren't mandates working? Here's the sentence stating the obvious. Check this out.
2: Well, what are we on like day 700 of the 15 days to slow the spread? The fact of the matter is, I think we've learned you give these people an inch, they will never let go. They are going to take a mile. They are going to restrict. They're going to mandate. They're going to lock you down. And we cannot accept that. Obviously, in Florida, we do not accept it. So there's no reason to be restricting or mandating anybody Uh, throughout our country. And the fact that this is still going on in these blue states and may even intensify over the coming weeks and months, uh, it just shows you if you value your freedom uh, in 2022, if you're in those states, you need to make your voice heard and you got to do a change of direction, because I fear that they're going to continue to do this until they suffer at the ballot box.
0: Folks, this is more important than you know. You know, Guy brought up a good point during the break. Who would these conservative, air quotes, governors around the country follow if there was no Ron DeSantis? It's a serious question. Trump's not in office. He's got a voice, but he's not in office. You need a political leader to be able to affect change via using their power to enforce liberty and freedom and respect and fidelity to it. Who, Who else? Who's second place right now? I'm serious. A lot of these people you think are in second place are only in second place in the War for Liberty and Freedom because they waited to see what Ron DeSantis would do and then followed him. If we had no DeSantis, you'd have none of that. I can't emphasize enough. I I know, you know, we kind of joke around like Ron DeSantis strikes again. And, you know, I try to make the show fun as well as educational. But I'm as serious as a heart attack when I tell you right now. And I'm not lionizing or golden calfing and Ron DeSantis is a human being like anyone else. But my gosh, this country would be in a far different place without him right now. Yeah. A far different place. Because you would have no control group for freedom. Make no mistake. Speaking of DeSantis, on another note, um, Sarah Silverman, because DeSantis is such an effective conservative and voice for liberty and freedom, Sarah Silverman, who is a leftist comedian, shes I mean, there's no one questioning her leftism, okay? Sarah Silverman, no one. Sarah Silverman corrected Joy Reid and MSNBC about a story Joy Reid was trying to promote about Ron DeSantis, who was uh, trying to restart the state guard, which a number of states have, including California and New York. And of course it was made out like an invasion force. Ron DeSantis is going to take over the United States with this state military unit. It's all crap. Tons of states have them. It's ridiculous. It's just stupid. So Sarah Silverman, who's a leftist told Joy Reid like, Hey, that's really not what the story says about DeSantis. Maybe you should read it first. And Sarah Silverman became a, uh, the victim of a leftist attack. Because as I've said to you often, cancel culture is cannibalistic. And the latest example, I'll play the video of Silverman with her hostage video in a second, having to like, kind of like semi walk back a little bit, her criticism or apologize for Joy Because This is what it's like living in the prison of leftism. I'll get to that in a second. Let me just get to my next sponsor. Oh, i talking about the holiday season, a great stocking stuff or gift for the second amendment enthusiast in your life. We the People holsters. This is my actual We the People holster for my Glock 43. You can see it's precision molded right there. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black in two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the world made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Excuse me. I'm finally on the last throes of this ridiculous lung corona thing I've had, which is good. Like, it's really leaving the body. Okay. Here is the Sarah Silverman hostage video. Keep in mind, Sarah Silverman went after again, Joy Reid, leftist, uh, you know, a a, a Pravda propaganda promoter. Joy Reid was trying to attack DeSantis. And the left then piled on Sarah Silverman, who's a leftist herself. Watch how she has to. Oh my gosh! I wasn't being a racist. This is what they do to each
1: other on the left. Check this out. We can't even critique anyone in your own party without punishment. One of the hosts of The View was like, "What hubris for Sarah Silverman to accuse a black woman of not reading?" Oi, Jesus H! What the? F- I fucking I surrender. Good grief. I don't want any trouble. I cannot believe I need to say this, but I did not criticize Joy Ann because she's black, but because she's a, a Harvard-educated journalist with the responsibility, ideally, of showing the whole picture and not just a piece of a picture.
0: There you go. Left kills off uh, Sarah Silverman's career. You you see the... the, the you now see what I've been telling you about why the left, the cancel culture movement, well, folks. It's ah. not me trying to claim a false victory to make you falsely optimistic about the future. It, I I swear on my life, it isn't. I'm telling you, cancel culture will die because it has to. It's going to take time. It's transitory. <laughs> to steal the in, 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 for transitory Cancel culture. I don't know when it. But it has to. Why? Because logically, think it through. Conservatives, libertarians, and good Republicans, ignore these idiots. They're going to call you a racist or a xenophobe or a misogynist or a transophobe, phobophobic, istophobic, phobophobe for anything. So we just ignore them because it's BS. We're like, ah, whatever. They say that about everybody. It, really, everybody just ignores them. So because the left can't cancel us, Matter of fact, they've created billion dollar companies in a parallel economy, literally billion dollar companies, because they're so dumb and a lot of corporations in America want to talk to conservatives. Now they have to because they're so angry at their own empty vacuum like black hole lives and they want to cancel people because there's power in it. Where do they go? If you can't cancel conservatives, what are you going to do? Let's cancel each other. That's what they do. It's not a joke like he's up and I'm dead serious. You're going to see more of this. They're going to cancel each other, which is going to lead to a smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller group of people left because everyone else will be canceled who are the most virulent and crazy out there until finally 51% of the people realize they've been canceled by 49. And they're like, why are we listening to these idiots? They were in the minority. I promise you, I promise you this thing will burn out. Because it has to. They're running out of people to cancel. It's the price you pay for, Sooner being, or later. The majority. A useful idiot, <laughs> Dan. That's, that's what happens to useful you. Know, I, idiots. Every totalitarian yeah. movement in human history, I'm glad you brought that up, has had useful idiots. The cancelers, Joy Reid, Alyssa Farah, oh. Liz Cheney, Jen Psaki, every single movement has had useful idiots. And there's another example right there. Joy Reid and candidly, Sarah Silverman, who should have given the double-barreled, family-friendly middle finger and been like, you idiots, I'm canceling you morons right. now. Instead, she films a hostage video. I'm not racist. I'm Holy Moses. This is like a card-carrying member of the radical left having to give a hostage video. I promise I'm not racist. By the way, one quick note, because we're not going to let this go. What happened to the Waukesha story? Weird, right? What? What story? You have a uh, male black defendant with some questionable social media history and a long rap sheet, who mows down a bunch of people at a parade. Yeah. Oh, what do I hear? The media. Joe's playing the media. Report. No, no, he's not. He's actually playing the cricket sound because that's exactly what you hear. What happened to that? Inconvenient narrative for y'all. So just make the story go away. Is that? That what's going on? What happened to that? Oh yeah. We're not going to let that story go. Of course, if the racial narratives were reversed, this would be on the front page of every paper from now until perpetuity. Liz Cheney, be part of a committee investigating Donald Trump for it. And I'm I'm not, I'm I'm half, I'm only half kidding. Alyssa Farah would be on CNN talking about how uh, Trump had a (laughs) role. All right. All right. Moving on. Speaking of CNN, Alyssa Farah and these, uh, other morons over there. Yeah, a little angry today. Sorry, a little bit of an edge on the show. I just, I, folks, I, I hate grifters. I can't stand grifters. I can't. I had a real job in the real world. I own real businesses. I have real equity in real place. Watching grifters who have no marketable skills like Alyssa Farah get a job at CNN to talk about things they've never done and have no experience in. It's just comical to watch. Speaking of that, here's Don Lemon, or as Tucker calls him, Don Lemon. Keep in mind, he works at the PP tape network that promoted Chris Cuomo, Michael Avenatti and the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation story. Yes, that's CNN. This is CNN. Apple's and art. remember that. So that's CNN. Don Lemon works there. And Don Lemon's on a panel here with another sellout, S.E. Cup, who once told me in a uh, in a green room that she had worked at what, CNN or wherever it was because they paid her and insinuated it was all about the money. So she's a sellout. We know that. So here's S.E. Cup on uh, CNN with Don Lemon. And Don Lemon's, uh, he, he sits there and he surmises, he goes, hey, listen, I don't think Fox should be allowed in the briefing room. Maybe they shouldn't be allowed to talk because they're like kind of fake news. Keep in mind, this guy works at the PP Network that hired Chris Cuomo and thought Michael Avenatti should run for president. All right, here's Don Lemon humiliating himself and his uh, ridiculous network. Again, check this out.
2: Why does Gensaki even continue to call on Fox in the briefing room? And I mean, they're very, they've been very courteous and i should say you know kind because if your network is promoting bs and lies about what is actually happening in the country and helping to inspire and incite an insurrection why why should they even be able to take part in a legitimate press briefing in
0: legitimate journalism this is hilarious are you serious this is the pp tape network again yeah yeah it's, uh, it's uh, and i uh, you know what i find even funnier joe so the network that very few people watch is lecturing a network Fox news that millions of people watch about journalism after promoting the PP hoax, Michael Avenatti and the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation. story, that the the, 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 can I just say it? The balls on these, they're, they're like, they're like Johnny dangerously, the elephant Titus of the Nazi that are <laughs> the, that's these people. We need a screenshot from that, that, or that's these people at CNN right now just to show you how so many people have rejected this pathetic network. I wanted to show you the ratings. This is from uh, on Twitter at RoadMN. It's a great account to follow. If you're interested in ratings, everybody on TV follows him. Cable News Watch, another one. There's a number of good accounts, but at RoadMN on Twitter. Here's CN, this is, again, this is, I'm not messing with you. Here, we had to scroll all the way down in the ratings charts to number 27. To find a CNN show, this is not, not Joe but not a joke. The first show that pops on the charts for CNN is their 8 p.m. primetime show at 27 Anderson Cooper at primetime on cable news. Look at look at who does better. Fox News is 6 a.m. That's six in the morning for you leftists. Oh. Has almost 300,000, actually 300,000 more viewers than primetime on CNN. They have 676,000 viewers at 8 o'clock on CNN. Right, most of which are at the airport, passive viewing. So I said to Paula, I said, hey, give me a day last week on my podcast. And let's see how many. Keep in mind, this is audio downloads only for my show. Just audio. Doesn't include Rumble, doesn't include Facebook clips, doesn't include ScrewTube, just audio downloads. Forget the video. I said, give me a day last week. This is an actual screenshot. This is how many we do in a day. Yeah. 720,228.
2: Yeah, that's normal.
0: Yeah. We do, Joe knows we do 40,000 more people on audio alone than Anderson Cooper does Prime Time in primetime at CNN. And that's their best rated show. Keep it up, Don Lemon. Keep it up. You and Stelter, you guys are really rocking it. I reach more people on my podcast than these morons. <laughs> Keep in mind, that doesn't count fake book where our clips are typically in the top 10 every day. Doesn't count a rumble, hundreds of thousands of views on that. Or screw tube. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Rumble, we have a big announcement coming either later today or tomorrow about uh, canceling the cancelers. Listen, I told you yesterday, we got to stop this civil war and the parallel economy. We've got a bill going forward. So Rumble, it was one of the reasons I love being here is, oh, we're committed to this fight. So someone tried to pull a stunt, a cancellation stunt on Rumble, one of these leftist companies. <laughs> Didn't quite work out. <laughs> now they're gonna have to speak to their companies trying to advertise with them and explain why they can't talk to millions of people on Rumble. I'll explain more on that tomorrow. It's free speech battles get nice. And now that we've got billion dollar companies to fight back, we're fighting to win. Thought we were messing around? Uh you guys go public, you're gonna get uh you're gonna get soft? <laughs> really? You apparently don't know who's managing Rumble right now. Oh, no. We're doubling and tripling down. More on that later. Don't miss the show tomorrow. Yeah, he's like, well, I haven't told you guys. This is really good stuff. So stay tuned for that. Um, you know what? You Let me get to my last sponsor because I want to get to a few more stories, including Biden busted again, telling another tall tale. And the Biden administration saying now, hey, racism's okay as long as it's against Asians. No way. Oh, yes, way. Oh, yes, way. That's it. That's it. They love racism, as long as it's against Asian Americans. Disgusting.
1: With Kizik Cans Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks.
0: Okay. So uh, the Wall Street Journal ran this story yesterday. So, you know, the Biden administration and the left, they're supposed to be the anti-racist party, which is it, uh, which has become quite comical because they're actually the pro-racist party. As long as you're racist against specific people. If you're racist against people who are white by calling them oppressors, despite knowing nothing about them, then that's not only, that's, that's not, only not bad, that's awesome. That's A-OK. They love that. Also, if you happen to be Asian, uh, if you have a a background and you are Asian, then racism is not only um, not a bad thing, it is welcomed by the Biden administration. So let me give you the long and short of this. So there is a lawsuit going on about rampant discrimination, disgusting discrimination. I can't say that in strong enough terms against Asian-Americans at colleges across the country. They're discriminated against. If you were an Asian American, let me be crystal clear, horse blinkers on. guy got offended. I call him horse blinders. Horse blinkers on. Let me be crystal clear. You have to score hundreds of points higher on your SATs or ACT exams than black or white applicants to get in because there's an Asian problem, air quotes, in college. That's how the left feels. So a bunch of Asian Americans who feel rightly so they've been discriminated against in what should be a free and fair constitutional Republican meritocracy said, hey, I don't think that's right. And they sued. The Trump administration backed up Asian Americans and said, you know what? That's wrong. Well, quote from the Wall Street Journal, almost a year later, President Biden's now doing an about face. According to a brief by his solicitor general the same federal government that Mr. Biden said should be fighting racism against Asian Americans is okay with using race to discriminate against Asian Americans. Even more significant, the solicitor general's brief urges the Supreme court not to hear a lawsuit against Harvard university that seeks to have the use of race in college admissions declared unconstitutional. You get it? Everybody get it. Racism is a okay in college, discriminate against Asians college. will have the Asian problem. What, a bunch of smart kids that want to go to school? That's your problem? The Biden administration is now backing away because the Trump administration was all for it, was all for fighting for Asian Americans. Yeah, it is. Head, total head scratcher. the The Trump administration was all for stopping this discrimination. The Biden administration says, nope, we're not going to, we don't want that lawsuit going forward. We're for Asian-American discrimination. Just to be crystal clear, there's no putting lipstick on this at all. The Biden administration is now all in on racism as long as it's against asian Americans. But please explain to me any other way. Stop. They said that's right. Justin's back, by the way. I, I, I neglected to welcome him back yesterday. We had some technical difficulties. Justin is back. The great Justin is back. We'll have to welcome him again on camera sometime this week so you can see he's back so you know I'm not messing with you. The great Justin is back, and he said, don't worry, Dan. Joe, don't worry. Gee, don't worry. It's not a problem. All right. The Biden administration put a bumper sticker out that said stop Asian hate. So it's okay. Discriminate against Asians everywhere you can in college. Deny them educational opportunities, but just print a bumper sticker. It says stop Asian hate, and it's all good. That's a good point. I didn't really yeah. think of that. Sorry. Yeah, okay. My, ba- my bad, as they say. I neglected that. All right. Now, this is the buffoon this is all coming from. Imagine being an Asian-American student trying to get into Harvard. You've studied your entire life. You put out uh, a concerted, hard effort to get into the school of your choice. You're denied, despite having a better SAT or ACT scores and better grades than 90% of the people who applied. But you're denied because you're Asian, and that's what leftists do. They discriminate against Asians because they have an Asian problem, right? That's the way the left looks. The most racist people on planet Earth, the left. The most racist people on planet Earth. But imagine being denied that college application by this idiot, Joe Biden, one of the dumbest human beings to ever enter politics. Forget about it. he's no question the dumbest human being to ever get elected to a uh, 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 to the White House. Uh, no question about that. The man is clearly the dumbest human being ever to walk into the Oval Office. There's not even a close second. But he may be one of the dumbest in the history of politics. And I'm not underselling that. And you're told you can't go to college because of him. Here's Biden busted again, telling another story about his life. Totally false. Left wing hack. fact. Now, keep in mind, the fact checkers here don't give them any credit. What they're doing here is they're trying to fact check just a couple biographical details about Biden's life, not the real stuff like the Build Back Worse program, because that way they could say, oh, look, we fact check Biden once or twice. They go with the easy stuff like his autobiography, which is in the fiction section. Here's Biden busted again, saying that he used to drive a tractor trailer. Check this out.
2: Did President Biden used to drive big semi trucks? That's what he told a couple students in Minnesota. He was at a college there touring its truck technology area when he said this.
1: I used to drive a tractor trailer. Oh, awesome! Uh, and so I know a little bit about driving big trucks. No, that's great. But um, anyway, it's
0: uh, I only did it for part of a summer. Oh, okay. But I got my license into it.
2: The Republican National Committee saw that clip and accused him of lying. So we decided to look into this. And the closest thing we found was Biden riding in a tractor trailer in 1973. And by that point, he was already a senator. Biden's mention of working in the summer sounds like another experience he's talked about driving a school bus in the 1960s when he was a student at Syracuse University. You can see Newsweek has written about that quote there. But of course, that's not the same thing as driving a tractor trailer. And we found no evidence that Biden ever drove them as part of his job. And that's why the Truth Meter rates his claim false.
0: Again, no dignity at all. None. The Alyssa Farah class of the, no dignity at all. Now, I didn't tell you guys I'm a helicopter pilot. Did you know that? I've got a long, my CV is long, my resume is long. No. Um, I'm a helicopter pilot and a skilled one. I don't know if you heard that. Um, I rode once. You know, no, I, I, yeah, I'm an Air Force One pilot too. Um, I rode once on Air Force One and in, uh, I rode on Marine One. Also, when I was in Jordan going to the Lost City, uh, the Jordanians took me on a helicopter from Amman. To the lost city. So uh because I wrote on those, I am effectively an Air Force One pilot and a helicopter cool. pilot by wow, Joe Biden man. standards. So I'm going to, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's impressive. It is impressive. I'm going to add that to my CV. Matter of fact, I may put it on my parlor profile. Um A celebrated Air Force One <laughs> uh, and helicopter pilot. Because by Joe Biden standards, he wrote on the tractor trailer once that he drove the tractor trailer. That's just who Joe Biden is. You know, and, and listen, we laugh about all this because it is hilarious how this yeah. guy lies and it's just you know, Angelo Negri, Joey, baby, told me I had 2 million miles. Angelo Negri was retired when he said, but the, the hard reality is, I'm telling you, anyone who knows Joe Biden will tell you what I'm telling you. He's a decent glad hander. He is also a massively corrupt, anyone who knows him will tell you, massively corrupt, buffoon with low self-esteem. Who lies because he realizes in a group of people his intellectual inferiority? I'm not kidding. Ask anyone who knows him with a beer in them, they'll tell you what I said is true. Trust me on that. Take that to the bank. All right. Um, last story. Can we skip ahead to the Wall Street Journal survey at the IRS? We'll get to this other one tomorrow. This is an, folks, I can't leave you without, today without getting this story out. I'll talk more about it on the radio, too. This is a really, really troubling story. Biden's Build Back Worse plan has tens of billions of dollars for the IRS in it to harass you and audit you. But how this is not making more news about what's in the IRS's proposals going forward to watch you, how this didn't make the news outside of the Wall Street Journal, or I shouldn't say didn't make the news, Didn't it, how it's not more widespread, the coverage, is stunning. So the IRS is about to get $80 billion. This is the Wall Street Journal piece called the Internal Revenue Leak Service. It says, maybe the IRS has overlooked its internal security. There have been a lot of leaks because it's been focused on ways to gather your personal data. The GOP senator's letter refers to an IRS proposal for a software system. Listen very closely. The IRS wants a software system that can, quote, capture information from public-facing digital media records. In other words, auditors want to browse your social media or broader web to hunt for individuals. can target for (laughs) audits haven't heard about that one have you that's in biden's uh that's in biden's plans for his irs moving forward they want to troll social media you get a vacation and you uh get some private jet somewhere you uh you know worked your whole life to take some dream vacation you're like hey i want to fly probably you take a picture you put it on instagram what else would capturing public-facing data, mid- digital media records mean? Trolling for people to audit? You show a picture of your house you bought maybe three decades ago and some upgrades. All of a sudden, they're like, hey, that doesn't seem to match your income. You said you made $100,000 a year. That house looks like it's worth a lot more to us. Haven't heard about that, have you? Wasn't going to leave you today without putting that one on. That's uh, that's Biden's plans for the IRS with the billions they're about to give him in the Build Back worse plan. Good luck. Good luck. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. That was one of my favorite shows I've done in a long time. I had a good time doing that today. Please subscribe to my Rumble account. We are almost at 2 million. We are right there. Almost at 2 million subscribers. It is rumble.com slash Bongino. It's free. I hate the term subscribers, but just follow the account. It's free. You can watch the video version of the show there. Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E dot slash Bongino. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. I'll see you on the radio. You just heard Dan Bongino.